You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Kenny Ortiz. This is Theology for the Rest of Us coming at you from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. This is episode 258, and in this episode, we are going to tackle the topic of dinosaurs. That's right, the big D. I've been asked about dinosaurs multiple times. No doubt this is a topic that comes up frequently whenever we are having conversations about uh, things like creation, evolution, and the like. Um, The first question I want to answer is, do we believe dinosaurs existed? And I think the answer is a resounding yes. I don't think there's any reason whatsoever to deny the existence of dinosaurs. Um, I think to do so is to flat out ignore lots of scientific evidence. We have got uh, lots and lots of fossil records. That's basically old dinosaur bones that have fossilized and we have discovered them in the ground. Um, There... Uh, and obviously these bones were there for a long period of time. Depending on how you long, how old you think the earth is, you're going to have a, a different answer. Now, we do have a lot less uh, dinosaur fossils compared to lots of other creatures that probably lived more recently. Uh, but it does mean we have a, f- a few number of dinosaur fossils. We've got loads and loads of dinosaur fossils out there that we've discovered. There are some parts of the earth that don't really have many, but there are some parts, some regions of the earth where there are plenty of them and loads of them. And archaeologists and paleontologists are discovering them and kind of digging them up, you know, every day. Um, so so these, these creatures, dinosaurs, lived at some point in the history of the earth, and we want to know what happened to them and how do we reconcile that with some of the different theories that we've been talking about in the in this series. Uh, there are three answers to the question of what happened to the dinosaurs. Um, answer number one is sort of the, the obvious one. If you are an evolutionist and you believe that the earth is billions and billions of years old, you, you believe in the, in, in the philosophy of naturalism and you believe in the concepts of a, a Darwinian model of evolution that... Basically, there was a single cell organism that spontaneously appeared billions and billions of years ago, and that evolved into a variety of species. At some point, dinosaurs came on the scene, and they evolved to other types of creatures, um, and different animals that we have today are descendants from creatures that lived you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of years ago uh, on the Earth. Um, and if you believe that, then... Your answer is, well, it's obvious they, at some point they went extinct. And exactly what caused it, uh, there is, we're not 100% sure. Many scientists say an asteroid hit the Earth. Other scientists say different things. There are, there are different theories. Uh, but the easy answer would be, you know, we believe in a naturalistic evolution and dinosaurs all died out millions and millions of years ago. Uh, also, if you are a, a theistic evolution, or excuse me, a theistic evolutionist, meaning that you believe that God guided the process of evolution over the course of millions and millions and millions of years, um, then in that case, you would also then subscribe to that same idea. If you are an old age, excuse me, old earth creationist, if you believe that God created everything um, and that Genesis chapter one is a metaphor, uh, or not metaphor, excuse me, is a 
uh, is describing long periods of time that day one is a long period of time, day two is a long period of time, day three, day four, day you know, day five, and, and uh, such and such, then you would also subscribe to the same idea that at some point dinosaurs lived, uh, you know, millions and millions upon millions of years ago, and they lived on Earth, and at some point they died out, they went extinct, and for a variety of different reasons, long before humans came on the scene. So um, many different uh, theories would subscribe to that, both uh, you know, evolutionist and naturalistic. Uh, secular ideology would subscribe to that. Um, there, and, and there are some Christian and some theistic, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, some theories that, that claim and profess to be uh, congruent with or compatible with the, with the, with the scriptures would also subscribe to that. And I, I think there's a, a large portion of people around the world that would subscribe to that ideology, that, that answer to the question. That's what happened to the dinosaurs. They lived a long time ago. They died off. If you are a young earth creationist, however, you're not going to say that you're going to have a different opinion. And if you want to know some details about the differences between young earth and old earth creationists, I've covered that in previous episodes. I'm not going to cover that again here. If you are a young earth creationist and you believe the earth is only 6,000 years old, or in some cases as much as 10 to 15,000 years old, if that's what you believe, uh, and you, if you are a young earth creationist, you believe that God created the world in a, a in, a, in, in six uh, solar days, uh, you know, that six days as we know it today, six literal days, and that God created the animals, or excuse me, God created the dinosaurs when he created all of the other animals uh, on the same exact day in Genesis chapter 1. Most uh, young earth creationists uh, would, would believe in the flood, and no doubt, I, I mean, all Christians believe there was a flood. Genesis makes that very clear. Um, however, the extent of that flood is, does vary from Christian to Christian. The the young earth creationists, for the most part, will believe that the flood was completely global, meaning that every piece of land on the globe was completely covered by the flood waters for an extended period of time, and that the only uh, the only creatures, the only created beings that that uh, that survived the flood were uh, a man named Noah and his family, as well as the animals that he took with him on the ark. And again, I covered this in in previous episodes. Um, so most creationists or most young earth creationists, excuse me, would believe that about 4,000 years ago or so that there was this global flood and that that wiped out and drowned lots of the animals all over the earth and humans and that and all of these bones of dead created beings and animals were all over the earth and that many of them perished, obviously, and that some of those bones then became fossilized. Those are the fossils that we are now uh, discovering, you know, today. Those are the things that the, the paleontologists and archaeologists are finding on a regular basis. Um, and they would say that dinosaurs were brought onto the ark, or creatures that we would now call dinosaurs were brought onto the ark, just like any other animal. They were on the ark with the other animals. And that when Noah gets off the flood and all the creatures get off, excuse me, I can't, I'm misspeaking today. When Noah gets off the ark, excuse me, and he gets off the ark and all of the creatures get off the ark after the flood, they begin to spread around throughout the uh, throughout the planet and they begin to spread and they begin to shift and change over the course of time to to some extent some young earth creationists say that the, that the dinosaurs lived for an extended period of time after the flood but then eventually they died out they went extinct for a variety of reasons and there's different theories 
uh, as to why they would have gone extinct, why they went extinct. And there's different caveats and different nuances to the different theories and different young earth creationists would say different things or profess assert different theories. Um, but for the most part, the idea is that dinosaurs were plentiful before the flood, uh, that, that there were some dinosaurs that went on to the that went on to the ark and that after the flood they lived, but then eventually they died out and went extinct, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago for, you know, uh, an extended period of time, long time ago. That is a very prominent worldview or, or ideology or belief held by many young earth creationists. And I, I, I think, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's the more prominent view, um, that it's been a long time since dinosaurs lived. They went extinct after the flood, and there's different reasons for that, different theories. Um, there is another view that I'm not sure is really prominent. I, again, I could be wrong. I don't think it's super prevalent. It is being pr promoted by a few young earth creationists. Um, and there's one particular young earth creationist scientist guy who is, uh, you know, has a, has a major science background. He's a PhD. I forget exactly which science. A man by the name of Grady um, uh, McMurtry. I think that's how you pronounce his name. His last name is spelled M-C-M-U-R-T-R-Y. I think it's Grady McMurtry. He is getting more and more popular. He's got lots of YouTube videos that have that have been seen by lots of people, um, and he and others. There are other. He's not the only one. There are a whole chunk of young Earth creationists that would assert that dinosaurs lived really, really recent. And and in their in this case, the theory is very similar to the other other young Earth theory, and that is dinosaurs or creatures that we would at least call dinosaurs were very prevalent before the flood, and then. There were just a small number of dinosaurs that went on to the ark during the flood, and that then they got off, when Noah and the creatures got off the ark, those dinosaurs got off the flood, those creatures got off the, got off the ark, excuse me, and that over the course of time, they, they, um, they, they, they in essence, you know, became very rare, and that we only see that, that they, they've been in existence ever since the flood 4,000 plus years ago, all the way up until today, and that they're still maybe even living today, but they're just extremely rare. And they're living in these very remote parts that we can't get to. Maybe they're living in, you know, these extreme remote parts of the rainforest that we can't get to. And there are chunks of the rainforest that haven't been explored. And there are chunks of jungles and chunks of deserts and chunks of mountainous regions. There are chunks of regions throughout the world uh, that have not been explored by humans at all. And quite frankly, there are lots of species being found by scientists today all over the world. There are, uh, they, in fact, there are species being found today that uh, there are scientists that said these species went extinct millions and millions of years ago. Um, there are several cases where some types of fish, where we have these fossils where these fish lived uh, supposedly millions upon millions of years ago, and they're said to have been extinct for millions of years. And then all of a sudden, there's a fish found living somewhere in the world that matches virtually identically, genetically speaking, to some of the fossils we found that supposedly went extinct. We're like, what the heck happened there? Uh, it doesn't happen often. It's pretty rare, but it has happened a few times over the last few decades. And it does cause scientists to be curious as to how is that plausible? How are these certain species not evolved the way we thought they did over millions of years. Um, so, you know, there there are things that puzzle. And so there are guys like this McMurtry guy and other young earth creationists that would say 
These animals haven't gone extinct. They just, the, the population, the number of these animals just got really, really small. And they live in these really, really remote places that we haven't been to. And so it's just a matter of time before we find them. And guys like McMurtry and others like him do have some supposed sightings of creatures that we may think are dinosaurs. And so uh, you can Google it. You can look it up on YouTube. Look him up. He's got videos of dinosaurs. And he quotes from different historians that talk about these creatures. He, he quotes from Marco Polo, who lived in the 13th century, I believe. Marco Polo talked about traveling to, to Asia and seeing these creatures that he described that at the time were thought to be this fanciful creature that many people thought maybe he was uh, either making it up or exaggerating or using hyperbole or maybe some people say, oh, it was dragons. Um, and there are other people that would say, no, it was a creature that he saw. It was a dinosaur that was still living and we just we just don't realize that they're still out there. Um there are these other sightings, supposedly, um, mostly, again, in remote areas. The most the most recent one was in the late 1800s, and I, somewhere in Asia, I believe. But again, you can look these up. Um, and he believes that the, that the legends about dragons, or what we think of as dragons, are actually uh, just dinosaurs that are, they, they're extremely rare. They, li- they live in these remote parts, and that once in a while, they are sighted by humans, and talked about, or in the ancient times, um, you know, kind of the the pre-modern history times, they would have been noticed by humans, and humans would have described them, and we today say, oh, they were talking about this fantasy of dragons, and today we say, we chalk it up to saying, oh, that's a fantasy, they're just, um, they're just, they're, you know, we call those dragons, or they're, they are legends of dragons, but guys like McMurtry says, no, what, what we think people were just talking about legends and fantasy of dragons are actually them citing these creatures that we would now call dinosaurs. And guys like this, you know, young earth creationists that believe this theory would say, remember the word dinosaur didn't exist until the 1800s. You know, if, if you're living in 1200s or the 1300s and you're exploring remote parts of Asia and you see a creature that you've never seen before and it freaks you out, it's this large, you know, repti- reptilian style creature then you would believe that um, you, you would you would say, oh my gosh, you would describe it in in a way that we would now say, oh that that must have been a fantasy, right? Um, you know the theory, you know we would rebut this by saying, well we have these legends from two, three, four thousand years ago of humans writing these stories of these of these creatures that we now call dragons, and there's these myths and legends, and there's no doubt that um, that you know these creatures are probably grossly exaggerated in these legends and these myths, but the young earth creationists would say maybe not so much. Maybe there were these creatures that lived alongside of humans and they described them and maybe there was some hyperbole, some exaggeration of these stories of these large creatures and that now we have these stories of these dragons living and maybe, yeah, those stories have been exaggerated, but maybe there's some truth that the root of those stories is these creatures that died out and now we're finding their bones and all of a sudden we started calling them dra- uh, dinosaurs. That's at least the theory. And so, again, that, that's 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 a small subsect. I don't think this is a, a popular, a really prevalent. I, I could be wrong. I don't think this is a really prevalent and popular theory, but I do think it is a theory held by 
some reputable evangelical scientists that are out there today. Um, so again, the kind of the three theories are, you know, the earth is millions and millions of years old. Dinosaurs died out a long time ago. Another theory is the earth was only thousands of years. Dinosaurs were on the ark, but after the ark, they came off and eventually they died out because they couldn't survive the post-flood conditions. You know, the 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 situation on earth, the, the conditions of the earth are dramatically different after the flood. And therefore, some animals couldn't survive and therefore they died out. Um, and then the other theory, as I just spent some time talking about, is the idea that that these animals have lived all along, that maybe even they're still living, but they're just extremely rare, and they live in very remote, unexplored parts of the world or the ocean, and that sightings of Sasquatch and Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster and other weird legends and sightings maybe are described, people are seeing these real creatures, they don't know what they're, they don't realize what they're seeing, they don't know what they're seeing, and then they're just saying, well, this is what I saw, and then people are saying, oh, it's a legend, or it's made up, or whatever it may be. And then, of course, tied to that is the idea that maybe in in, in times of old, in, you know, kind of pre-modern history, uh, people were seeing these creatures on occasion, describing these creatures, and then over the course of time, those those stories of these creatures got exaggerated to some extent, and they became myths, and people began to use the word dragon for these old, you know, reptilian-like creatures. Um, that is sort of idea. So that what people talk about seeing these dragons thousands of years ago, what they're really actually seeing were dinosaurs living alongside human beings. And but since that time, dinosaurs have you know, gotten extremely rare and they're barely ever seen or maybe they've died out at some point in the last few thousand years and they genuinely have gone extinct. That is that is sort of the different views of what happened to the dinosaurs and whether or not uh, we believe dinosaurs I- existed. And of course, depending on your uh, exegesis and, and hermeneutical examining of Genesis chapter 1 combined with your understanding of the science like uh, paleontology, archaeology, and other related sciences that speak to the origins of the earth, origins of species, age of the earth, age of the universe, things of that nature. When you are examining Genesis chapter 1 and other passages of scripture, and when you are uh, when you are examining the scientific records and evidences, depending on what your conclusion about those things are, that will then begin to govern and inform what you conclude about dinosaurs. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what I think. If you are really astute and listening very carefully, you may have already picked up on what I believe to be true based on this episode and others, but I would rather stay out of it. To me, in my opinion, uh, I I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I don't, I don't have a strong uh, reason to kind of come down on either side of the argument. There are some people out there that may get mad at me because of that, but but I am not a scientist. I don't pretend to be a scientist. Um, I, I seek to be a theologian and a Bible scholar, and, and ultimately I don't feel the need to, to come down in, in any of these positions. I believe there are faithful Christians on either side of the argument. Um, I believe that there are people who love Jesus, who love the Scripture, who have a high view of Scripture, that fiercely disagree on this topic. And quite frankly, I I think that's okay. I'd encourage all of us to show charity to one another when we are discussing these sorts of topics.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope it was helpful and insightful. If you have a question uh, about anything I said, you want me to clarify, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Or if you have a, a question or a topic that you want me to address on the podcast, even if it's completely unrelated to this episode or anything in this series, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. Hey, if you love the podcast, make sure you leave a rating or a review. Those are a big, big help to the show. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.